Hello, everyone. Hi, everyone. It is hour 11. The sun is down. It was once up. Uh, the, if you hear any sounds in the backdrop, it's because this once workplace at Anchor has turned into a damn near party. A party that I can't attend because I got to raise money for the kids, unlike these hooligans. Um, and before I get into my next esteemed guest, my next titan of industry, let me talk about two things. One, Stitcher. Damn Stitcher. Like, they're out here promoting this podcast, Advantage Kids, and, like, no one asked them to do that. They just, like, hopped on board and are out here trying to get people to listen to it, and I respect them and I love them. Shout out to Stitcher. Secondarily, and not secondarily, hierarchically, just next. Any Day Rosé. I'm drinking one right now, uh, and it's phenomenal. Rosé in a can, something I didn't even know was possible. Um, it's phenomenal. And as someone who has been dabbling with the keto diet of late, I've been trying to deal with my calorie intake. And this thing, 120 calories, super low on the calorie uh, scale. Um, and also, they ship for free, which is wild. I, I, it, all the other rosé companies, I've never heard of them doing that. Um, and if you would like some, um, you can use code REMBERT, R-E-M-B-E-R-T, for 20% off. I'm going to use that code. Um, and the offer is valid now through September 30th, which is almost a full month. You've got some time. Wow. And now the voice of God has walked has waltzed into... Have a sip. A unique blend of cider and rosé with Cascade and Citra hops. Barrel fermented, carefully crafted, perfect for today. Damn. I just, I just sat here... Not bad. ...and watched my next guest, Ben Dietrich, take a sip, and he loved it. Hey, Ben. Rembert, how are you? How are how are you how are you faring? I feel like the the story here is Rembert's health. I feel like I feel fine. Um, I I had a, I've had moments where I wish I wasn't doing this, um, and they were but they were early. So here's the thing: I didn't tell you this. I got ten hours of sleep last night as a way to prepare myself for twenty four hours of being up. What I didn't realize is that my body. Once I crossed over probably seven and a half, eight, it was like, you hit 10, why not do 15? I so was I was say, really I don't sluggish. know if it's like a camel, like a sleep camel, where you yeah. just absorb all the sleep to make your way through the sleep desert without a sleep oasis in sight. I, I love how many times you just said sleep. Um, the, honest, the honest answer is like, I don't know how one prepares for this, but I know that I've hit my like, energy stride and i feel i feel like i have 12 more hours in you me. seem energized when i first came in here you kind of wobbled out and you had the look of tom hanks talking to a, a volleyball and you needed a wilson and yes. i wanted to be that wilson i wanted to be the talking volleyball that came in and helped you helped you through the storm i appreciate that um you know right before you um it was, it was a very fortuitous like very amazingly coincidental lineup right before you was Andrea 
And y'all happened to dress like y'all were matching. You're both wearing all yellow. Well, not all yellow, but like your 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 main color was yellow. And I'm not gonna lie, the the energy that your outfits and your personalities are giving me have like helped in addition to any day Rosa. I didn't know what I was gonna wear when I to this thought non about, thought to this non video podcast. Yes, I just saw yellow and it said the universe is calling for you. And maybe it was you. Maybe it was you and you brought this yellow, this cheerfulness, this summery vibe that occurred at 8 p.m. Has, um, has my outfit changed um, helped you at all in terms of your energy level? I changed outfits, by the way. Yeah, he's now wearing a, a striped suit. Well, the stripe is down the backbone, um, sort of patriotic skunk-like. Yes. Look, also on the legs, and he's shirtless beneath it. And yeah, it did actually ratchet my level of energy up to, well, from mildly enthusiastic, mildly, uh-huh. to very enthusiastic. Very. Well, I walked out, and someone was like, I came here expecting you to be in a suit, and you weren't. So There's I, no way that you're not shirtless at 10 a.m. It's, in, it's inconceivable. It's inconceivable. Um, how are you? Everything is good. I'm, st- I'm still here, still alive. Can we talk about my um, declaration of Midtown? Yeah, absolutely. Let's get into that. I, when I was trying, I didn't have to, I mean, Dietrich was very generous and like wanted to participate. But one of my selling points, or not one of my selling points, one of my like good friend points, I was like, what's the latest you want to be in Midtown? The deeper I've moved into Brooklyn... The non the the more non midtown, what I declare midtown has happened. We're not actually in midtown. We're on Twenty Fifth Street, which would technically be Flatiron. Flatiron, absolutely, is absolutely Flatiron. It's we're not quite Nomad. We're not really Chelsea, too central. We are in Flatiron. Um, but I never thought that I would become like a Brooklyn snob. But, like, I literally, we were joking that, like, oh, 24th, I'm just going to be, like, uptown. I've changed my tune. Okay. I'm now kind of in on the 20s and 30s. Oh, I did not expect you to say that. Let me say this. There was a time when you could be a Manhattan neighborhood snob where you could say, oh, you live in the 20s on the east side. And I would... Proscribe a certain amount of attributes to you. You are a publicist. You are 23 years old. You go to this bar, and it's called like the Happy like Irishman. Like, yeah, like like Murphy's Knife. <laughs> Murphy. Yeah, it's like Murphy's Law. It's gonna be. Yeah. it's a pun. There's it's a, a, there's it's a pun. always a pun. The, kettle of fish. The third kettle of fish. Great bar. Yes. Got into it one night with Stanley Crouch there. And then an old Irish folk guy fell off his chair and we all helped him out. It's another, that's a different podcast. <laughs> the Kettle of Fish pod, available on Stitcher. Also, shout out David Jacoby. Love Jacoby. For living in Kips Bay. This is what I'm, this is where I'm getting. I, I knew, I, I just wanted to, I wanted to go there with you before you even had to go there. We have friends who live up there. I have family who lives in this, in this vicinity. Mm-hmm. I will say, backtracking to my initial point, there was an era of time when you would, Turn your nose up at certain Manhattan neighborhoods because other parts of Manhattan were cool. Okay. That era has vanished. Yes. So when you're talking about being a Brooklyn snob towards Manhattan, simultaneously, 
there's no reason to be a Manhattan snob anymore to say, oh, I live in the Lower East Side and you you live on, I don't know, in the Flatiron or you live yeah. in the 70s. Nah, none of it's particularly cool. But you, you get might no street well, cred for living near the Tenement Museum. Exactly. You might as well live in the 70s. It's cool. It's cool. Live anywhere in Manhattan. I have Manhattan snobbery, intra, intraborough. Yes. Over. Why are you a Brooklyn snob, though? I'm not a Brooklyn snob, but you know that me and Trey moved deeper into... I left my... I left our dear Williamsburg. Oh, oh man. What a, what, what a place. Uh, and one of my favorite pastimes was just running into you. That was one of my favorite pastimes as well, and it was always on Metropolitan Avenue. It was often near the grocery store. Or Commodore. Or Commodore. The a top three chicken uh, fried chicken sandwich in New York, I would say. Also, the nachos are fantastic. The nachos are fantastic. Also, Commodore got me back into frozen drinks. You're saying there was a period of time where there's, there's Rembert period, Brown was out on frozen drinks. There was a period of time where Rembert Brown was out on sugary drinks because he was trying to prove to people that he was a, a neat drinker. This was like a long childhood of drinking sweet tea. Yeah. You come up here like, and you I have to be like, I drink scotch rocks. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, the only thing I still do need is Fernet. Because I have, the, I have the soul of a bartender. Fernet's only a bartender's drink. I, I've never been with a normal person who wasn't a bartender. It's like, let's grab some Fernet. But you know, I, like, I... You have the soul of a bartender. I have the soul. I... Um, Whoever is producing this, if there's any way to get any Fernet here tonight, I will, I, will, I will make it 24 hours. Thank you. How do you feel about pastis? I've been trying to get into it a little bit this summer. Yes. I'm not sure if I'm all the way in on the anise flavor in general. But I'm, I'm very trying. into the anise flavor. I'm also into in something I never... This is a controversial drinking statement. I, would, I, I love a martini. But I hate a martini glass. Is it a spillage thing? It's a 100% a spillage thing. They're unwieldy. They're not, they're not social and walkable. This is true. Also, the meniscus is fragile on the martini Damn, glass. I'm so glad you brought up the meniscus because I, that was my next thing where I was just like, it's not like I got a martini at a wedding. And I, like, I took that first sip, and I was like, I love olives. I love a dirty gin martini. By the time I got back to my seat, a third of it was gone. You cannot walk with a martini. Like, I was like, I need a, like, which I learned, like, if I get a martini, I have to be sitting at the bar. Isn't that also potentially the beauty of the martini? Well, Where you say, I would love to come and hang out with you, but I just ordered a martini, and you're going to have to come over here because I can't soil my garments. Which is another great point. I am a, I am a nice restaurant bar diner. Like if, and, I, and Andrea has learned to learn this about me. Like I love going to a nice restaurant and I like, I don't find it um, like beneath me to be like, oh, we're going to have this nice ass dinner at a two top at the bar because I love Conversing with so bartenders. You're saying, you're saying it's not beneath you to eat at expensive restaurants and drink martinis there. You are a man of the people. 
And that's I, why you're doing this event. Um, you I've, I've been, East Coast I, elitist snob. I've been watching Game of Thrones, and I really feel like I identify with Daenerys Targaryen. Targaryen? I don't watch the show. Anyway, all she does is free slaves. And That's I'm cool. Like, this oh. is this is the show about the the dragons and the and the mages. Yeah, it's like it's like it's like NC seventeen Harry Potter. Another, I, I another that, thing I I'm reading. Either. Oh, it's in my book. When no one shows up at three a.m., I'm just gonna read. I'm like gonna read through Harry Potter into the microphone. I find my cultural. Why, why don't you like fan, why don't you like fantasy? What are you scared of? Because I was scared of stuff for for years. I don't know. I I, I realized this glaring hole in my cultural knowledge when I do crossword puzzles and there's Harry Potter clues. I'm like, I'm stymied. I don't know. I don't know any Harry Potter things. It's like Harry blank Otter. <laughs> Otto Porter. Otto Pilot <laughs> Senior. <laughs> uh, yo, a great thing just happened. My friends who were just waiting to come on the podcast just got yelled at for being too loud. I love it. Um, so I've been trying to talk as little um, about work mm -hmm. with people that have work to talk about. Um, but I do want to talk to you about one thing, which is something I'm also thinking about. Uh, we're two people who have both, we're, we've both lived in the honeymoon period after a big piece. Yes. You had a big piece. Um, you... Um, you burned Rome down. If your, In nine days. If your Rome is uh, the Philadelphia 76ers um, company. That was not the word I was looking for. Jesus. Organization. Um, you wrote a piece about uh, the Colangelo family. And uh, he, now he is now not part of the organization. Um, shout out to The Ringer for... Um, eventually publishing it. Absolutely, and shout out to Chris Ryan. And shout out to Chris Ryan, my uh, king. Oh, God, I love him. Great guy, and he worked with me at, at the highest stages of that story in order to make it happen. And shout out to The Ringer for trusting me. And my buddy Andrew Quo, he was one of the first people who heard about this and worked on it to kind of line the ducks in a row to see what we were dealing with when I got an anonymous tip that led me towards these Twitter accounts. Yes. So, and also shout out to after he got, he was no longer part of the company to bring it full circle. We drank rosé together. We did. I don't know if it was in a can, but, but it, we just, we respect the, the, the drink. Absolutely. A absolutely. summer day with rosé. Do you have a, is there a, is there a, you know, I feel like that was a very, I mean, you were, you were a, a veteran in my, and in my mind, not to, not to toot your, your horn too hard. Like someone who I just feel like is, is a, um, is a legend. Um, someone I've always admired and respected. Um, you didn't like, in order for me, like Colangio was just like a reminder that you're that dude. It wasn't like, Oh, Ben Dietrich. I was like, oh, yeah, the dude, he's always been the dude. But was there a moment where you're like, damn, I need to follow this up with another banger? Or was it like, cool, like, that's my, that's my big swing of 2018? Yeah, it was kind of interesting because there are a certain population of people who know me for writing basketball stories for The Ringer or for Grantland. Yeah. But that's really more a recent thing. And I've been writing for an extremely long time exactly. and came out of music and 
wrote for the New York Times for a long time and still do. Still do. I mean, that's I kind of gone back to that. Yeah. A- yeah. After the the Ringer story, just for the point you said is like, what do you do next? Do you write a story about? Markel Fultz's jump shot. Yeah, like, it's like it's like next, like okay, now I have to bring down Trump. <laughs> like, I mean, I just feel like it does. There, there is a certain level of story that I would like to write, but that's also not really true. I don't care if I wrote if there was a story I really enjoyed, I would write it. But I would say if I'm going to do a basketball story, I kind of want it to have a little, you know, some teeth in it, maybe a little mustard on it. Yeah, it's a little mustard. No, I get that, and I completely, you know, like. But I, but I also like, I think it's, and this is actually, I'm going to bring this full circle. Like, it's nice to like the way I think about you doing that story and then people like maybe learning for the first time who you are and then like, you know, doing some like back catalog diving. It's like how I remember people at Grantland remember like learning who Chris Ryan was, not knowing about all the blogs. Gabe says we're only into movements. I was just like, wait, y'all don't like y'all don't know that Chris Ryan is like Chauncey Billups, one of the three greatest bloggers of all time. Yeah, Chris Ryan, legend, legend. He was Gabe's into movements. Yeah, like it's the best. It's the best. Like yeah, you know Neo, which is all I'll say. (laughs) You know, I never really thought you could write about basketball in a odd way until I saw. Chris Ryan stuff and then free Darko after that. So yeah, those were guys that sort of turned me towards sports writing away from writing around or writing about music and culture and things of that nature. They sort of made it clear there was an intersection point and it didn't have to be, you know, muscle bound jockery about who wanted to win more or, you know, who is a choker that you could actually discuss humanity and culture and humor and, and be super like, like, not ego-filled voicey. I mean, when they did their book and they had these incredible illustrations of people like Lamar Odom, mm-hmm. it's like, that's how I feel about Lamar Odom. Lamar Odom, to me, is like the paragon of basketball. Like, that was my, like, white dude growing up in upstate New York. But I'm like, ideally, I would like to play ball like Lamar Odom. Yeah. My last question I want to ask you is, like, why am I so nervous about like getting back into uh hooping i saw lucian two days ago do we want to talk about i'm still on the do we want to talk about the, in, the incident are you ready to talk about this i so, feel like it's for, yeah okay okay you, you so, got you got three minutes okay okay so we were playing basketball at this run called mobadanga it's our friend lucian's run out in fort green brooklyn shout out young dixon yeah and it's a communal group. There's yes. not a lot of strangers, but you know, you might meet someone new, but generally it's a rotating cast. We're all friendly there. We all know each other. So I brought a friend of mine and her name is Sarah Silverman. And I don't mean to say that in like a cool guy way. We've become friends from playing ball. Absolutely. And she'll come to New York and say, Ben, where can I hoop? And I will look around and find some options. So she came out to Fort Greene and she was playing ball. Rembert was guarding her. An inbound pass is thrown to Sarah. This is hard for me. She catches it. Rembert snatches the ball out of her hands, takes off the other direction, like making a beeline for the hoop. Then this blur on the, <laughs> other side of, on the other side of the court. 
and it was Kevin Wilds, who was a producer at ESPN. And a, Shout out uh, Libby. Another friend. <laughs> he hawks down Rembert and just destroys him at the rim. I mean, Rembert, like, splattered on the wall like, like a, a rotten tomato. It was, ter- it was terrorism. Well-deserved. You, you, you got what you deserve, Rembert. Yeah. I always wondered about you after that moment. I was like, who is Rembert Brown? <laughs> and how did Wilds change his life? It's the last time I went to Mobadenga. <laughs> <laughs> I see Lucian all the time now. I'm still on the email chain. I just like, I have to. Hey, I'd love to come. Just in the corner of the eye, there's just a Wilds. It's like, there's <laughs> just like, <laughs> there's just like, a, a, a handsome Irishman moving at the speed of light. Oh my God. He just, it felt like civil rights. <laughs> I, he just owned me. Um, um, Dietrich, is there anything you want to say before you um, get out of here? I really appreciate you actually coming. Like, you know, this means a lot to me. Um, I have nothing particular to say other than that. I think this is something. Oh, special. shout out Rochester. Yeah, shout out Rochester. Why uh, not? The, the, the home of two important things. Philip Seymour Hoffman? No. Well, mm. Damn, great three. That, the Dietrich family. Okay, that's pretty And uh, the National Museum of Toys. Or, I remember when you went there, and I sent that to my parents. So I they love could, that. I love They that. could read about it your experiences great. up there. Um, continue to follow um, Ben Dietrich um, on What's your thing? Oh, B um, Dietrich. B Dietrich on Twitter. Subway Jeans on Instagram. But I also really cookies. Oh yeah, cookies. Yeah, I, yeah, I'll say that. I have a basketball podcast with Andrew Quo and Jordan Rodelli. Two kings. It's called definitely two kings. <laughs> definitely two kings. It's called Cookies, and I've been are, on it twice. Yeah, Rembert is a friend of the program, and it's existed in different names for years. And Rembert has always been on it when we were on No Wave and Vice, and now we do it independently. And he missed this year because we focused on getting good guests. Yep. But we'd love to have you Makes back sense. next season. Makes sense. I, I, you know, I. Um, you befouled us with Dwight Howard talk on multiple occasions. Yeah, yeah I really got one lane. Um, and often it's not um, part of, like, making your brand better. Um, what I will say is, damn, we're really close to $17,000. Wild. This Ad- is crazy. Advantage, kids. Advantage kids uh thanks ben um, thanks we're for having a quick me, break and then we're gonna keep going in this 11 o'clock hour thanks man yes dude This is great. This smells sexy to the bitches. Wait, Um, everyone lean towards your mics. Don't tell me what to do. Um, we're still live, right? Great. Definitely. So just to, wait, wait, wait. Just wait. To, Who the fuck was that? <laughs> we have a producer. Hey, producer. So just to catch everyone else up. Um, Jinx, who was in our uh, 10, just asked the room, hey, y'all ever been to any ancient bats? So we're just going to start there. <laughs> um, I have two new guests on. And to really bring this hour 11 into hour 12. 
Oh yeah, I've been going since. I'm so proud of you, man. This is wild. So this is this is great. So in front of me, I have Alexander Sampson. Which <laughs> before I knew you, hit me. You've always sounded like like a Greek, <laughs> like or Roman king. I mean, that's not completely false. So it is. So to the right of me, <laughs> <laughs> to the right of me, I have um, Chicago's very own. Yeah. Aaron Rodan. That's me. Which is interesting because Sam is the one wearing a Chicago shirt. He's yeah. from Chicago too. Yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. It's like, I I have so many. So this is like, I have to, like, I can't lie. Lay it on me, man. I've had to like really try to like bring my A game. You have to. I'm gonna what bring, the fuck are you talking about? I'm going to bring my C game for this podcast. <laughs> I really need y'all to bring well, you it. You bring your C game. We what brought our own beer. It's like, it's You fine. feel me? Like, we definitely stole beer from his job. <laughs> And brought them here because we didn't know what to expect. I didn't know you had pizza and shit, bro. <laughs> I didn't know either. Nah, it's just Thursday. It's, we a, just, it's a party every day. It's just Thursday. Thursday. I can tell. You know, it's, uh, I, okay. Before I get into the the I, the, the issues of the day, oh, God. Shit, I know there was issues. I need both of you to just like in three. Like I swear, if you go a fourth sentence, I'm gonna I'm gonna cut your mic. <laughs> in three <laughs> sentences or less, say like. The things that you do in this world that make you happy. Sam, go first. <sighs> Shit. <laughs> you gotta go first, man. Things that I do that make me happy. I think it's it's gotta be music. Okay. It's gotta be music. It's always music. That's two sentences. That's three sentences. Great. Sam's here. So, Aaron. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna... Okay. Um, the other thing... Um, Sam, am I allowed to say where you work? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Sam works at Anomaly. Mm. Great place. I love it. Great place. I went. Y'all have a great building. Thank you, man. I'm not going to hold you. It was my first time being there right before we came here. I'm pretty Oh, you fan. came straight from there. Yeah, we were there before this. We wow. met there. A couple shots in, a couple beers in. Wow. I hey bro, I don't work at Anomaly, man. So wow. you gotta talk wow. to the man that works. Jinx there. is very much in the corner, like, so I like Cole from Martin. So, <laughs> just, like, just like no mic. Just, just so I knew it. that I knew that Rodan and I had the same time. So I was like, and we obviously know each other. So yeah, I was like, we yeah, obviously let's, know each other. Let's yeah. y'all came together. And I saw yeah, together. I, I, here's yeah. the thing: I've had a, I've had a. The only vantage point that I have is the elevator. <laughs> and when I saw y'all come together, I was like, they're both here. Why did they come together? <laughs> no, we literally, this was. <laughs> I was like, yay. Uh oh. There was some intent with this. Like, it was really because we thought we were at the same time. We thought we had 30 minutes. We were like, all right, bet. We just come going, through. Yeah. We're going to have nine beers each, and then we're going to go see Rimbert in his suit. <laughs> plus or minus. <laughs> plus or minus. <laughs> plus or minus. See Rimbert in this suit and do this show. God, I love That's that. what happened. So. Aaron Rodan, talk, talk, say, say three things. Three things. All right. Um, I'm arrowed in. That's one sentence. Yes. Uh, professional doer of things. That's three sentences. Uh, That's three. Sam, manage, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I manage artist Nezin Rio, also known sometimes why. I have my own web store, Licks and Stains. I do professional photography, graphic design. I mean, you pay me to do it, I'll do it, pretty much. Renaissance nigga. Can Renaissance? I cuss? Oh, I've said I said niggas so many times. I, oh, yeah. I'm the Renaissance is the stuff of niggas as you ever meet. I love it. Yeah. Nigga Jinx. <laughs> <laughs> nigga Jinx over there. Jinx, what you do? I'll wear you. <laughs> Very happy to be here. Wow. I have, I have Morehouse Man third, three and four here. Wow. wow. I need wow. Tuh. Tuh. The three of you Tuh. and Coltrane. Shouts. 
Coltrane did go to Morehouse. He did. He, he did. Went to Morehouse with my uncle. Yeah. Also, by the Shout way, the first time I met him. Now yeah. that I'm here, I'm going to continue to shout out. John Searles. Shout out Searles. Shout out John Searles. Shout out John Searles. Shout out Jordan Briggs too. Shout out Jordan Briggs. Shout out Brandon. Fuck. Brandon Jordan. Shout shout out Brandon Jordan. The possum. The possum. Sneaking around. Shout out. Shout out Paul Williams. Shout out P Dub. Shout out my dude. I don't even know y'all. Paul Williams. He had a deep ass, sexy ass voice. Yeah. He sounds. Paul Williams. Paul Williams sound like Kyle from Living Single. Kyle Barker. Yeah. Um. Also. Jordan. Jordan. No, Jordan. Price. Price? No, Price. Price. Alex. Alex Price. Alex Price. Yeah. yeah. And also. And the business. What's, his and what's the dude? His mom worked with my uncle. At also, Coke, Coke he always posts the photos with famous people. Because that's his it's, whole life. His name would start with a C. That's every Morehouse dude. Yeah. Other yeah. Than uh, just room. one C. Do y'all know Pat Dixon? Nah. Uh, nah, he's not like, like a West Virginia quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yo, Charlton. Thomas. Charlton Amos. I do know Charlton. Oh, uh, hell yeah, no Charlton, man. I do know Charlton. Memphis Tennessee. Charlton. Tennessee. 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 He's still strong? He's bigger than a motherfucker, bro. He ain't Damn. nothing to get bigger. Like, like I'm, Mike, I'm like not Mike Bibby. Um, <laughs> 2018 Mike Bibby. Um, Chester Earl Thomas. I have a couple things I want to talk about. Julian Street, too. That's my homie. Julian Street. I can't shout, shout out. Oh. I can't shout out Searles without Street. So. Shout Street. I love that's, Street. That's the three I, of us is us. You Street's know been owning his own advertising shit since we were in college. In college. Yeah, fuck Sir, with that. Fuck with it. Searles, like you, Searles Street. We did the, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Mitt. Mm-hmm. Mid I don't like. That, that mid I don't like. 2012, bro. Shouts. We did that. Also, we're gonna take Y'all this moment. elected, basically. I, we did. It's my fault. You welcome. I'm gonna and you. I fix and I fix racism in Starbucks. You, I did. This is you work in that. progress, but we are doing it. Are you feel can, me? Can I tell y'all one it's quick? Fixed, I did. Can I tell y'all one quick story about Searles? Yes. He was that size. <laughs> In sixth grade, <laughs> we were just talking about dudes. We were just literally just talking about dudes is way too big and way too young. Literally, to know that Sarah's is one of those scouts were like coming in seventh grade. Was like, who's the but, big light skin? But he never grew. But <laughs> he went from power forward to small forward he, to shooting guard. He went. Yeah, to he running the point. Yeah. I, he, I can he, relate. He's played all five positions, but not Magic Johnson. One but not game. LeBron James. Like, like over six years. Damn. <laughs> but that's my dude. Sir's that listening right dude. now. I know he is. Yeah. He's, he's in San Francisco right now? Come here. I saw that. Yeah, he is. Um, but yeah, there's some really important issues of the day that I want to talk about. All right, man. Um, the first issue is, not issue, but... Um, Discussion point. Being an entrepreneur. Okay. I would like to know, because Sam, you also are... Like Small you, you, you are not as deep in the game. Same no. NYC. And here's the thing. Fuck with I, I know Come you ahead. aren't as deep in the game because yeah. you forgot to promote it already. Yeah, right. <laughs> Which I is, got three sentences <laughs> and I stuck to <laughs> yeah, but I said like, <laughs> you're like you're like you're like Sam, I'm like you three sentences. You're like, I'm Alex, I'm Sam, I'm ASAM. I'm like, dog, <laughs> what the fuck? Like, bro, like, what are you I, doing? I gave you the, the layup, the That's alley-oop. True. That's true. But I would like to know, like, what are the um, cause I, I, I've thought about this just in terms of like how you market yourself as just like a writer, like how do you walk that line of favors and organic glow up? You know, you know what I mean? Like you, like, you know, you have good friends mm. and you know, friends will do things for you, but you also want some affirmation that the stuff that you make is dope without favoredom. 
Okay. And you don't want to annoy people and right. like be right, right, like right. boy who called wolf, cried wolf where you're just like, oh shit, like cuz you know, when you really have the thing, mm-hmm. you want people to actually take it seriously not just be like, oh, like oh, it's another thing from so and so. Well, that's actually um one of the things I battle with the most. I actually I have a bad habit of not telling anybody anything that I do. And people and we all get mad at you. Yeah, everybody gets mad at me for that. But like, you know, I have a bad habit of telling no one just for the same reason. The reasons you name right there is like I I actually wanted to be like something that's received by people for the reason that it's actually worth receiving, not necessarily this is like a clout pull or some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm just kind of milking the network and yeah. like that. Um and plus I hate feeling like that I'm a mooch or anything yes. like that. You know what I'm saying? Like that's just me personally. That's just what comes from my gut. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like I know it's something I have to kind of And you're monitor. wired that way. Yeah, 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 yeah. So um from an entrepreneur standpoint, like it that's that you walk the line to kind of like you get to a point where it's like, all right, no one does it on their own. There's not a single person, I don't care how much they're quote unquote self made, no one, there's not a single person has done it on their own. And that's not a bad thing. Yeah. Because when you have people that actually like you and actually like fuck with you and actually like really like support what you do, not necessarily because it's just you doing it and they like you. And they want they, you to succeed. They want you to succeed. Then like let them let you. You know what I'm saying? Like there's not a single community of people that you may identify as somebody that's necessarily like in a position where you might want to strive to be or like in a position of success or like stability that has not used that model. You know what I'm saying? So kind of like kind of getting out of my own head and be like, no, fuck that man. I'm one man. Shoot you bitch. I'm, yeah. Nah, fuck all that. Remember you need a shirt. Yes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm no, going to get it to you, though. Know? No, I definitely agree. It's like, it's a good mix of trying to grow organically, but also like trying to get things out there mm-hmm. and seeing how they're reacted to. And so it's, it's a very fine line because you don't want to like I, Aaron has been one of the guys I've looked at and tried to make an example or tried to use as an example of how to do things. Mm-hmm. And Aaron has done a good job of like making dope shit and like seeing what happens with it. Yes. And that's goes past the t-shirts that goes back to the skateboard that goes back to Got one. a lot of stuff that he's done. It's tough because you want to see how it's received organically, but also you like your friends are going to obviously be attracted to it and respond to it and do that kind of thing. And so it's, Letting those things, putting those things out there, letting them be responded to, and seeing how it grows from there, and then getting to the next one. And so, I've seen that. I've seen how it's worked well for him. I've seen how it's worked well for other guys that have done similar things, and that's kind of what I've done as well. And I've done the same thing with same. That's one of the reasons I didn't mention it in the opening is because I'm like, you know, it's still growing, still trying to see what it is. Um, but obviously, you hope that your people see it, respond to it, react to it, and, like, make it a thing. So another question I have about that is, like, um, what? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. This is uh, the yeah. best. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> I, you guys can't see this, but Rembert has on a Tom Brown suit. <laughs> Gang. With no shirt. It's yeah. like a... Like zero gonna li- shirt. You're going to like the way you look suit. You feel me? I guarantee it. <laughs> <laughs> He's got... He's got his whole chest out. I lie like Bobby Brown, like uh, my prerogative. You know what I'm saying? My prerogative, Bobby uh, Brown. Like he has no socks. Damn, on. I look like Shiggy. Just <laughs> <laughs> out of shape and shirtless. Anyway, <laughs> let me let me let me um. I have one other question that like I think is not just something that an entrepreneur um, feels, but also it's like something that anyone that has like is making things or. It's like, you know, I feel like, have you gotten to a point where you know 
you, you can delineate between the things that you make that are good enough to meet your standards and the things that you make that are like, oh, I actually think this one. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, like, I think some people are delusional no. and they think everything is a heat rock. Now, you know the one that's going to go. You, you know me? the one's going to go. Because I, I, I always feel like people, and like this is something I always used to talk to my friends who, like, literally would, like, you know, hit up the entire network, every single thing that they did. And so you couldn't distinguish between the things that were fire and the things that were amazing or the things that you kind of wanted me to show up to and the things that you need me to show up to. And I've been thinking about that a lot in terms of this event because I, I have like long purposely not asked for many favors because I'm wired like you. Like I, I don't like, I need, I, I still like want, wish I like, felt comfortable enough being like, I need you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But like, but I've also always kind of in the back of my head being like, there's going to be a moment when I need everyone to fall through because if I ask, they know I'm serious, Mm -hmm. which is literally why this entire day has happened. Yeah. No. And that's pretty much my whole motto is like, let me not waste the ask on a bunch of bullshit and a bunch of like things that like, I've okay, full discre- full transparency. I've never put out anything that I think was like half-assed. Yes, like I don't. There might be things that I might feel are stronger than others, which is why I said meets your standards. Yeah, yeah. You meet, know? They, I'm not gonna put it out if I think it's half-assed because I just don't want that on my name. For right. the same reason, I don't ask everybody to kind of support everything I do because it's like I just don't want. If it's me, if it's attached to me, if you Google me and it's my name attached to it, regardless if you heard of it or not, I just don't want it to be whack. Yeah. Because I just don't want that to be attached that's, to That's me. your permanent record. That's you know? exactly like, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So, so, like, whatever it takes, whatever it takes. But, like, um, in regards to, like, really, like, knowing when to ask people and, like, knowing how to ask people and knowing what I think has got it and what does. Yeah. No, it's very specific. It's very, it's not necessarily, like, a curated thing. Like, I think I probably work a little bit more off the cuff than a lot of other people. Mm-hmm. But, um... I don't don't think I don't think about it. Right, you know, yeah. right. Yeah. We're you gotta the, think about it. We're in the same vein because like it's it's a balance as well. Because like you want to have you have a hot idea and you want to like get it out there. Yeah. But you don't want to be the boy who cried wolf, and you don't exactly. want to say every yeah. single time like this I the shit, shit, like this the one. It's popping, it's on and popping. <laughs> yeah. like, Drop damn. a bomb on this one. <laughs> nah, bro, we you not can't, doing you it. Can't, you can't flex bomb everything. You, you gotta like you cannot flex. You cannot. So like you gotta pick and choose and like that's. Part of the fun part, but it's also part of the challenge. Is like, this is the one. I know this is the one. Like this shit, Rodan got this new shit is hot. It's hot. Yeah. It is. And so you Thanks, know, guys. this is the shit that you want to like get out there and you want to get your voice behind and like put everything behind it. But you know, you got some shit you want to put out because you and your boy laughed at it. You like, feel me? The yeah. Air Three shirt I did, we did that because we laughed at it. It's the funniest fucking shirt <laughs> ever, bro. So. It's- you know what fun. happened? You know why? The whole story guys, behind that is Jeff. Shout to Jeff. Jeff is, shout out to Jeff. Shout Jeff, Jeff McCary, bro. Shout to Jeff. He just shout got a new Jeff. job at Widener Kennedy. He killing it. He yeah. killing he the game. Right Calvin now. got a motherfucking job, bro. <laughs> yeah. Jeff, you already know what the yeah. fuck yeah. going on, So bro. we were out. We were out watching. Calvin got a job. Calvin got a motherfucker. <laughs> we were out <laughs> watching. Baby's crying. We were out watching playoff basketball and with a guy who didn't know what basketball really was. And somebody got fouled and they made a shot and someone was like, and one. He was like, oh, what's an AM1? He was like, oh, it's like when you get fouled, you make a shot and you get a free throw. It's like an AM1. 
And he's like, all right, cool. He's like, so when you hit a three and you get fouled, you call it an and three? And we're like, don't know. What? And so this whole shirt, this is two and a half years ago. So I just got the guts to make this and three shirt oh in the God. last like couple months. And that's the whole story behind it. It's so stupid. When I saw that shirt, I knew his name was <laughs> Exactly. Aaron knew. Aaron knew. I knew, Jeff knew. I didn't, I didn't like, know the story. And one other person knew. And like the shirt just worked because it's something we laughed at. But again, He put the and one man in a do-rag, bro. He yeah. got a do-rag and Tim's on. Tim's on, bro. Can I say something about the and one man? <laughs> he's the best. He's the best. It's Mike Bibby. It's Mike Bibby. I, it's, <laughs> I can't believe how swole they drew him. Bro, he is the strongest basketball player you've ever he seen. He literally, he's like Thanos. He's, like, when like, is the last time you haven't seen like actually like local like motherfuckers playing basketball, though? Because they actually look like that. <laughs> yeah. No bullshit. I actually was like, can we? we it's, it's free, right? I was on my way to go buy some weed. Yeah. It's oh, no, no, no. Weed, man. No, people have, uh, cool. have talked about weed. All right, cool. Yeah, well, weed. Some weed back. Advantage kids. Yeah. Keep going. Hey, man, love kids. <laughs> Don't smoke weed until you're old enough to. <laughs> <laughs> but I was on my way to weed, and we walked by like a, um, a Bed-Stuy basketball court, and I was... Me and my homie were looking like, yo, how do these niggas look like they old, like, Juco, like, rejects and shit like that? Like, these motherfuckers just got off campus. Yeah. Like, they were part of the program. Still Balling. wearing practice Still jerseys. Still wearing practice jerseys and do-rags. They look like the AO3 dudes. Like, I was like, And yo. Tim's. <laughs> and Tachis. They switch out the Tim's. This is a really good, and we're going to go until... I was about to tell you, we got to go. No, 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 no. Our, oh, our, our, our next guest is late. Who is that? Uh, I'm not going to name him yet. His name is Michael Jackson. But I have a really <laughs> important... Yo, yo, can we talk about that? Like, I love that Sam said that. Because it doesn't make any sense. Leave it in. <laughs> Producer, say something again for me, please. No, produ- no he can't... You, I, only, I can hear it. Oh, wait. I thought I could hear Producer, it. I can, I heard Producer, him. can you talk to all three of us? Thank yeah. you. Got him! <laughs> I just need to know. Okay, just wait. Out there. Yeah. Can we talk about, like, the idea and, you know... I'm clearly like en route to getting swole because my shirt's off and my girlfriend's right there. Tired. Yeah, she is. <laughs> she is right there. Um, I'm not gonna hold you up in the same workout plan as Wiz Khalifa, so <laughs> I'm not nah. gonna hold you. I'm not gonna. I'll be work working hard. Have bro. you have you ever considered getting swole? Yep, all the time, bro. Yeah. I never wanted to be skinny. Never wanted to be skinny. If you're like us and you're like, Jinx is talking. He's skinny. Yeah, hold on. Let me point the mic that way. Oh, yeah. so you're just starting to slip. No, no, Jinx has been no, skinny no, no, forever. No, no, no. Let me talk about post-slip. No, 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 <laughs> Let me talk. Me and River are on the same plane post. as each other. Uh, no, no, not post. I mean... In the middle of... <laughs> Hi, Alex, t- Alex Covington's here. You feel me? Oh, yeah. this nigga Kaz just walked in. I'm going to tell you... Kaz is on the workout plane that River and I are on. The swole... The husky turned swole. Okay, Damn, Were you ever husky? husky? That was Were you ever husky, bro? I've never been called husky in my life. <laughs> well, I, I'm, I'm, this did, is a podcast you, over. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is this is a bad podcast. Yeah. <laughs> delete the whole podcast. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Have you ever been husky though, like for real, bro? I don't want to talk about this anymore. All right. <laughs> As somebody that wanted to be husky and could okay, never ever grow, first thing he does, he's getting carbs. Look at look at him drinking gas. Wait, will someone? Wait, wait, Al, Al, will you go get Cas real quick? <laughs> bro, you know, as know, somebody that's you know, always you know, wanted to be swole, you don't gotta brush that. Like, you, you ready to work out? Cass, that's 
No, so here's the thing. Let me let me tell you what happened. Guys gonna wrestle one of y'all. Y'all gonna be out of luck. Yeah, yeah. Y'all gonna be shit out of luck. Yeah. I've been working out, so I'm 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 putting by the that shit. What's the routine? Me? Yeah. Nine push-ups in the morning. I just got called husky. This is a bad podcast. I'm trying to push it on all right, I'm gonna end this. I'm gonna I'm gonna end this podcast. Yo, Husky's good. Oh God. Yo. Um. So. Whoever's mad at me. I'm I'm not mad at you. I'm mad at I'm mad at myself. I'm mad at myself. Why? And here's why. So when I went on, you like. No, it's not your fault. Don't you say that. Yeah. I. Yeah, it's the pastelas. It's the pastelas. Yeah. She's out on us. So. In 2013, I went on a road trip. I, I drove around to, the country. I was supposed yep. to go. I ain't go. I'm sorry. And I do remember. I learned a thing about going on a road trip. It's tight. One, every time you go to a new person's town, they're like, oh, let me let you eat our signature dish. dish. Never healthy. It's always like fried mayonnaise and bacon <laughs> on top of fried bacon and mayonnaise. But it be like, busting, though. <laughs> also, it be busting. Like, all you do is sit and drive. Yeah. On this three and a half month road trip, I gained thirty seven pounds. Oh <laughs> shit! I, I, don't even, I wish I could gain thirty seven pounds. I made it up to one eighty nine. I wish what? I could. It was wild. That's Bro. plus thirty seven for you. Do you know how much hate I had to be filled with to get to one seventy five? Yeah, I would no lose bush. 37 oh. pounds and be 185. Yeah, like seriously, I had to ha- I had to have like real life hate in my heart <laughs> to Dog. get to 180. And then once a lot that of, hate left, I was the A lot of crucial conflict and pizza. Is it, it was, that's all it was, bro. It was but hatred. It's just like Waka and crucial conflict. I was it's, always really self-conscious because I was like the skinny kid with like that can make my belly big. I look uh, like a like yeah, like, yeah. Uh, like a don't say it don't say it but yeah I know what you mean don't don't say it yep. I just because that's, sti- that's racist against uh huh yep what <laughs> <laughs> so here's the thing no 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 here's the thing like I, know what you mean, I always wanted to have some girth to my yeah. my width the podcast called Advantage Kids. Adam and uh, Eve, you know what I'm saying? Okay. All I'm trying to say Dude. is like, like I felt like, yeah, I, I, like as you I wanted to be husky, but you weren't husky. I wanted to be husky, but you weren't husky until you called me husky. <laughs> and now I don't want to be. Now I want to be <laughs> swole. Now you do. What's to do with this? I like that. Okay. What was supposed to do with that? Breaking um, news. Breaking news. Breaking news. Oh my god. This is just a, a Gmail. I don't know what RSS feeds you're on, hey, but um, man. this is my life, bro. Ti's arresting officer caught mocking him. You don't know me. Boozy badass, Boozy badass doesn't believe R. Kelly <laughs> and Russell Simmons sexual assault accusation. Hashtag trust nobody. Top dog gives you. Boy, that's, that's a wild, that's a wild way. Yo, Rene ain't got them wild Google alerts. Wow, I, had, I used to have a Ja Rule Google alert, so I hey, can bro. relate. Okay. for the rule, baby. I'm, um, just for Smoky my own rule. sake, I'm going to wrap this up. <laughs> <laughs> um, because Damn. I would like to, I'm about to enter our well, 12. fuck you too. 
right. I love you. Yeah. Huh. I love you. <laughs> love you too, man. Alexander Sampson. Thanks for not wearing the undershirt. We we needed the no yeah, undershirt. Yeah, bro. I'm so glad. Yeah, I thought you was gonna be in like some regular sweatpants. I'll never forget what you said, Sam. <laughs> Rodan. What's up? Thank you for showing up. Hey man, thanks for having me, bro. Like no bullshit. <laughs> I, I'm glad that you wore your Ray Mysterio Jr. shorts. Hey, um, I love these motherfuckers. Just Tyler got another pair I saw to get from her. I like that. I ain't got them yet. All right. But, um, and again, um, the name of the game is donation. Mm-hmm. Um, why are y'all not spending money? Yeah, I used to play tennis. I actually was like almost ranked for a while. I don't know. We didn't get to that part, but yeah, I used to play tennis like a motherfucker, bro. Damn. If I'm, that's I'm, not reason enough to donate, then what know? is? Yeah. yeah. Aaron Rodan used to play tennis. Yeah. So like, I was I was one of them kids. that's like remember that benefited from like seeing the world and shit. Fun from, fact: White people, literally up until today, <laughs> thought that they were like, "Why are you like raising money for this like?" Like for white, tennis, for like, for like white sport. people. <laughs> I'm like, if you're from one of five cities, you know black people play tennis. Chicago, yeah. Atlanta, mom, yeah. uh, L. A. And where else? Jason, know that. I knew people because uh, they didn't play it. I know people had braids with uh, beads on the end. Like, you know the crazy story. I'm not gonna name it, no names, but growing up, <laughs> one of the top ranked dudes in Chicago was, was also one of the best carjackers you ever knew in your life. Jeez. No, 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 no. <laughs> My favorite tennis player is Chief Keef. <laughs> you know like, so like, when a young shop started playing tennis, stopped playing tennis, he just ballooned. It was wild. Um, Three hundred. Um, yeah, fine. You keep looking at your fucking fancy ass watch. No, I'm just check- looking at my steps. Uh-huh. I've not walked a lot. You haven't walked, bro. Like you've you been here. No steps. You've been you look here. at like yeah, when the fuck you want us to leave. You want me to get the headphones? All on? you've done is wardrobe changes. I want you to move <laughs> to the couch. All right, because I have an esteemed guest next, but you have to wait until next Bye, episode. Podcast. Thank you all. Thank you, Aaron. Wait, producer, say one more thing to me before I get out this motherfucker. Thanks, ah, man. Oh, shit. Ah, I love it. All right, y'all, get ready for episode twelve. Thank you. <laughs>